Welcome to With That Being Said, a Rue Fitness Podcast, where we get fit while having fun. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Rue underscore fitness and on Facebook at Rue Fitness. Also, give us a like, hit that subscribe button, share it with your friends, and give us a five-star rating and review. Only kind words. All right. Hey, everybody. This is with that being said, I am Bradley Schneller, mayor of Rueville, <laughs> and I have with nice. us a very special guest all the way from the left coast, Marcus Gersey. How are you doing, Marcus? I'm doing awesome, Bradley. How are you? Awesome. I'm doing great. Well, Marcus, for those of you who don't know, uh, is what I consider one of my mentors, uh, up and comings. I used to work for Marcus, uh, back in the day with a number of different companies, um, Jim Wright, Barbell Shrug, et cetera. Uh, and Marcus uh, kind of taught me everything that I know today in terms of business. So I'm super jazzed to have him on. That's a big statement, Bradley. Jeez, no pressure. <laughs> Not everything. A lot, though. <laughs> a lot, a lot. It would be an understatement to say that, you know, you were not a major influence in my life. No, I mean, totally major influence in my life. So uh, super excited to have you. Marcus uh, owns a lifestyle company, right? Is that what you would call it? Yeah, it's a, a personal development company. Yes. Okay. Called Alpha Hippie. Um, mm -hmm. Can you tell everybody exactly what you do with Alpha Hippie? Yeah. So we work with men who typically are entrepreneurs or C-level executives, or uh, I mean, really anyone who is wanting to really do something with their life doesn't, you don't need to be either of those things necessarily, um, who are really sick and tired of being in, being stuck in those old paradigms and repeating those old same patterns that are keeping them stuck in their careers, keeping them stuck in their relationships and their, their personal happiness and fulfillment. And we take these guys through our program and process, and we really help them identify their biggest strengths and help them transition their life from the one they were stuck thinking they were supposed to live to the one that they actually want to live. Yeah, I love that. How, how did this company come about? So this company started back in 2017, and it was started by Angelo Cisco, one of my uh, two partners. So I partnered with Angelo and with Ryan Buccentini. And Angelo started this when he was going through his own personal development journey. Uh, this was actually the, what he called his journey when he really started breaking through. It was Alpha Hippie. Mm -hmm. And it was the idea of balancing the, I go out and, and make shit happen side of you with yeah. the, I, I'm, I'm also not emotionally stupid. And where I can't handle myself or my, my relationship with my wife or my kids and so on. So it's this idea of this balance, right? I can still go out and kick some butt and I can still be emotionally intelligent and feel great and have great relationships. I saw so, this quote on Twitter today that says a true alpha knows when to concede. Well said. Um, and so it started really as a passion project for him. And as he started to dive into this more and more, it, you know, it's when I say passion project, it started as a podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, that was the passion project where he was just interviewing all these people who he found interesting. And 
as that continued to develop, he began a program. He started taking some men through it. And after several iterations and a couple years of that, um, he and I had always worked together. We'd done many projects together. We loved working together. And not to mention, he's one of my closest friends on the planet. Um, he asked me to be a part of the project. And after some kicking and screaming, um, everything came together beautifully. And him and I embarked on this uh, towards the end of 2019 was when we started to really take it from what it was, which was much more loose and for fun and building it into a far more robust uh, program and experience for the men that we work with. And yeah, I love it. Shortly now, thereafter, Ryan came on board as well. Sweet. I'm going somewhere with this, but I just kind of want to build some background. So you own the gym back in the day called Active Performance, right? Yep. CrossFit Active what, Performance. Uh, what? It was one of the first 100 CrossFit gyms. Is that correct or no? Am I wrong in that? No, that's, uh, you're confusing the part of, um, I, I trained at the gym that I trained at before I opened mine was a uh, gym number, I believe 64 okay. of the CrossFit affiliates. And that's where I cut my teeth on CrossFit on really everything, fitness and coaching. And that is where that part of my journey began. Yeah. How, how long did you own active performance? Just about five years, five years. And then we got into the business coaching uh, side of things, helping affiliate owners grow uh, their own business. Um, and so you could say more or less, you've been in the business of helping people grow either personally, athletically um, for a while now, right? 100%. And actually the business coaching started well before mm -hmm. the CrossFit stuff began. So I, I had started a business development and marketing company years prior to that. That's actually how I even got involved in doing this with CrossFit and with, yeah. with the fitness business. So that started there. And then through CrossFit, that's really where I connected the dots on my passion for teaching and, and coaching and where the, the combination of, you know, helping someone achieve what they really didn't think they were capable of. Um, and my love for business started to converge. Yeah. So one of the reasons that I wanted to have you on um, is we see a problem, whether it's nutrition coaching or in the fitness industry, um, quite often where people view other people's success and it kind of stunts their growth um, mm. or they compare themselves to that person um, or other people's successes they see as their own failures. How often have you seen that? for myself as in how often have I no like as of that or through through CrossFit through business coaching through now with Alpha Hippie it's across the board yeah we we all I believe do that to an extent or at least for a period of time until we learn that it's irrelevant yet it will absolutely hem you up at, at usually in the beginning stages yeah uh how you know in, in its worst form I feel like it really creates this sense, you know, where it almost like makes people want to give up, right? They want to give up. Uh, they don't want feedback because of it. They, they start like picking themselves apart and then all of a sudden they're just not able to grow. Um, I mean, shoot, it's a, it's a real problem with us. Uh, you know, and it's not with a lot of people, but you know, I see it across the board how have you been able to 
coach people out of that? Well, here's what it really comes down to, Bradley. And this is something that we all struggle with at one stage or another. And what, what you're describing there is that someone's, someone is still wrapped up in beliefs and stories that don't match who they're trying to become. Right. And, and let me zoom out here. I'll give you some perspective on what I mean. Our experience in this life is dictated by the stories and beliefs or the stories that we believe about ourselves and the world around us to be true. Now, the bad news is you didn't choose most of those stories. They're given to you by your parents, by society, by your friends, your teachers, as you're growing up, and they form your identity. And a lot of those beliefs are rather limiting. And what I mean by limiting is just they don't apply to you. They were maybe true for somebody else. Maybe your parents believe this to be true about themselves and their lives and how they grew up. But that does not mean it's true for you. And so what ends up happening is that a lot of us then grow up and realize, hey, I want to be in great shape. I want to be very successful, despite maybe having grown up in a household where fitness and nutrition was not taught or where money was a problem. Fill in the blank with whatever it is that you want to accomplish. And there's this dissonance inside of us of like, man, I really, really want this. Yet every time I try to go after it, I can't seem to make it happen. And this is where we start judging ourselves. We start comparing ourselves. It's a really ugly experience while you're going through it. Right. And it's because it's, it's you, it's a part of you that was actually all was, was born to be successful, was born to be healthy, was born to do whatever you really want to do all along is in this tug of war with the stories and beliefs that you were given and taught to be true. So this, this is the dissonance and this is why this is so, there's so much friction in that. Now, the good news of this is, is that you have the ability to identify those meanings, those stories that were given to you and that you cr even created yourself along the way and update them to actually support who you actually are. See, people think it's, oh, well, I don't, you know, I'm trying to become someone I'm not right now. It's the other way around. You're actually just trying to become who you really are, who you really want to be rather than who you thought you were supposed to be or were told you were supposed to be and therefore believe you were supposed to be. And it's about breaking those paradigms so that you have the freedom to then go and accomplish anything that you want. And this, I know this may seem a little out there for someone listening to this, but this is the same thing that every superstar athlete, superstar musician, businessman or woman, it doesn't matter. They, they almost always will be able to tell you the point in time where they made a decision of I'm sick and tired of this and I'm making this shift. I'm going to become, I'm tired of being broke and poor and living on the streets. I'm going to become a professional. I'm going to become an NBA player. I'm going to become Michael Jordan. I'm going to become Oprah Winfrey. I'm going to become fill in the blank. There was a, there was a choice where they decided screw those old stories. That's not who I am. This sucks. I want that. And then they make the shift. Now for a select few, it happens kind of by coincidence, by accident. They didn't learn the process and then apply the process and do it. But for the rest of us, we, we, and this is what we do at Alpha Hippie, had to discover the process of how to do this 
so that we can systematically help you make that transition. And that is how, and this is what I began to learn as I was coaching people in fitness is because it was always the same few stories that were holding people back. It wasn't that the workout program doesn't work or that you right. know, I didn't have the right equipment or that none of that stuff matters. Those are all just superficial excuses and, and components of the story that aren't, aren't relevant. The real reason you aren't successful is because you keep self-sabotaging yourself to not show up to the gym, to keep eating like shit and so on. That's right. the reason why it's because you don't believe you are either capable of doing it or in most cases that you don't deserve to be fit, happy, and healthy. Do you feel like, do you feel like it's a 2020, 2021 thing or, or more of like a recency thing? Or is this something that has kind of plagued society forever? I feel Always. like it's, yeah, I feel like it's been more of a problem lately though with Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, with people constantly comparing themselves to others though. You know, this has always been a thing. Mm -hmm. Go back as far as history will take you. This has always been a thing. And it's always been, there's always been different versions of how to accomplish this, right? Yeah. This is, it goes back and everything. However, as of recently, you're right. Over the last, call it two decades, as social media has become what it is now, you combine that with then what's happened in the last 12 months which basically took everyone and pushed everyone to their limit. You, you had this, people were conditioned and in many right. cases raised now in a world where it's all about external. Everything is external. How I look, how people, what people think of me. And that is the exact opposite of what being healthy emotionally and you know, being happy and, and being in control of your own experience is really all about. If you're focused on the external, you're going to have problems. It's all about your internal because you can't control the external, right? Who gives a crap what somebody else thinks or says? Yeah, I'm in control of me and therefore I'm going to do the way that I believe is right. So we have, we have decades of conditioning to focus externally, right? And then you have the whole COVID phenomena that happened last year that really took, ripped the rug out for so many people from their businesses to their relationships to, you know, all the, I mean, the, the political tensions. And I mean, it was the, the perfect cocktail of stress and drama, yeah. which really brought all this to the forefront for so many people. And this is why it looks like now, like, oh, this is a thing happening now. Well, it's just because this has been the culmination yeah. of the last couple of decades of focusing externally rather than internally. And then someone came over and basically, you know, kicked your legs out from under you. How much do you find like environmental factors playing into it? You know, whether it's the people you surround yourself with as a friend group, uh, the people you work with, um, who you follow on Twitter, who you follow on Instagram, et cetera, like plays a factor into your negativity or positivity. It's arguably one of the biggest components you know, there's that Jim Rohn quote, what is it? You're the average of the five people you yeah. spend the most time with, right? And it is, it's not just the friends that you hang out with. It's the people you follow online. It's what you consume on television. You know, what you're watching at night on Netflix. All of those things, all of those inputs are, are part of that, that idea. Yeah. Those are people you're surrounding yourself. Those are stories and experiences that you're 
your and perspectives that you're bathing in all day, right? So if you're constantly surrounding yourself and and I, I can share a personal experience with this, but if you're constantly surrounding yourself with people who are who don't align with who you want to be, and or you know you want to be this this kind compassionate father to your kids, and you're watching all this aggressive hardcore stuff on TV at night, right. like you're not doing yourself any favors, right? You're making it harder for yourself. You're surrounding yourself with the wrong messaging. Yeah, I mean, for, right. it's kind of like you know, it's like how watching porn often can affect your marriage, right? It's very, it's very Huge. similar in that it's not real. That's just not real, you know? Um, and, and that's just a, a small snippet of how it, you know, environment plays into that. I'm going to give you guys listening to this, uh, one of the best pieces of advice. I'm going to keep it really simple. Just stop watching porn altogether. Yeah. Just eliminate it. There is literally nothing you need to see anymore. <laughs> that's it's not helping you it's not helping your relationship none of it just drop it um but i'm gonna go delete yeah. my only fans account I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's um the 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 people we surround ourselves with you know here's the big challenge if and i'll, I'll put it into into the perspective of business because i think this will make it very cut and dry for many you know if you want to be successful in business okay are you going to go ask people who fail at business or excuse me, who did it wrong and have not figured it out? Or are you gonna go talk to people who have figured it out? It's not about making mistakes. We, it's, you have to make the mistakes. You have to anticipate, I'm gonna make a lot of mistakes so that I can learn right. the lessons so that I can get good enough to get to the next level, right? Um, so it's not about that. But what I mean is someone who runs their business like crap, constantly stressed, constantly struggling with money, you know, just surviving versus someone who's crushing it, right? Has accomplished what you want. And you're like, yeah, like that guy, he's barely working. He's making a fortune. Everyone loves his businesses, blah, blah, blah. Who are you going to go ask for help? Yeah. A pretty, uh, pretty easy answer there, right? We're not going to go talk to, to the person who has no idea what they're doing and still struggling, even if they've been in business for 20 years. Same thing with nutrition and fitness, you know? You're not gonna... This is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Most people... And please, Bradley, correct me if I'm wrong. Most people out there really have no idea how nutrition really works or how fitness and conditioning and training actually works. I think right? it's- I know it, I didn't. Right. But they also, what I find funny is those same people want to paint the picture of what nutrition should be to fit their life instead of trying to change their life to create a better nutrition or fitness environment for them. Well, it's usually those people who are making, they're avoiding the truth. Right. That's it. You know, that's what it comes down to. You know, they, they're either telling themselves lies about how they eat or how they work out, or, you know, it's those same people that are doing half the reps in the gym, um, just because they want to finish first and compare themselves to the other person. Uh, but it's, or it's someone who wants to tear down everyone else's success to make themselves feel better so that they do not have to strive hard to reach a certain level um, that they may dream of, but think it's too hard to get there. Well, of course, think about it. If they admitted that what they were doing wasn't the actual right way, 
and that they were basically cheating or just really selling themselves short at the end of the day. That's all it is. Yeah. Um, that means they're responsible. And Bradley, no one wants to be responsible for their own bullshit. <laughs> no, it's got to be someone <laughs> else. At least, right. Um, at least not until you wake up to the idea of, wait, if I just stop lying to myself and to everyone around me, then you, you instantly have access to, I mean, everything you wanted to, ever wanted to accomplish. But that is, that, and that is literally the first step for most people is just stop BSing yourself. Take ownership. Take complete and total ownership over who you are, who you aren't, what you've accomplished, what you haven't, why you've struggled, all of it. And the more brutally honest you can be with yourself and not pat it at all, not like, well, you know, it was a tough time and none of it, just full on, no BS, face it head on. For most people, this is the first required step to actually make any progress on anything, right? Because yeah. this, is, this is the big lie we're all kind of stuck in is the lie we're telling ourselves about how that's yeah, not so bad. I'm fine. Our relationship is good. All oh, the kids are okay. Are they really? Right. I'm willing to bet you, you, you lay in bed at night going, oh crap. Like I need, you know, I'm really struggling in this relationship or why do you think you're on Pornhub all the time? Or I end up the, the, the barista at Starbucks or why you're, you know, oh, everything's good. You buy that nice car, but your finances are a mess. Right. It's, it's, I tell people all the time this too. Like if you are constantly experiencing bad luck, it's because you're creating the bad luck, you know, 100%. or, or, um, it's bad stuff is always happening to you. You know, you are putting yourself in that type of situation or creating that environment for yourself. They're all just reflections of what you're doing for yourself. Yeah. So at Alpha Hippie, you know, how would you recommend, like we, we named the first step, right? Take ownership, be brutally honest with who you are. Where do you go from there? Right. So once you're able to basically face this, face the BS, right? The next step, hey, good morning. Um, the next part of the process is being able to say, I want to, I want the challenges. I want to run straight at them, yeah. right? So instead of this, like, oh, I don't know, this is kind of hard, or I don't know, it's a lot of work. It's about really answering your own call to greatness. It's about saying, okay, I am going to go from living on defense to living on offense. That's the big paradigm shift. Most, most of us are raised to be careful, not to take too many risks. Oh, you don't want to get hurt. Oh, you don't want to, you don't want to actually accidentally make a mistake, right? And look foolish or be embarrassed. But that has taught you to live on defense. So yeah. therefore, that is how you show up in everything that you do. And until you realize, wait, like everything I want is on the other side of the struggle, right? Or what, what is perceived as the struggle. And you can just reframe it from, it's not the struggle. This is where I gain all the cool shit is by saying, I'll just, I'll accept the challenge assume that I'm going to fall on my face a bunch of times because each time that I do, I'm learning, I'm getting better, right? Just like if you want to get good at skateboarding and you think you're not going to fall down and skin your knee a couple of times, like buckle up for some disappointment. Yeah. You right? got kids, right? Yeah, buddy. How Two. old are they? Andreas is six and Serena is three. So you are, have you watched the magic school bus with them? No, I have not. 
All right. So Miss Frizzle, you got to watch the Magic School Bus. It's awesome. <laughs> but Miss Frizzle uh, in the Magic School Bus always tells her students, take chances, make mistakes. And I love that, you know, and it's something that I try to like drive into my son. You know, when things are uncomfortable on the soccer field or at jujitsu or at school or on our art project, whatever, and you feel like you can't do it 100% perfectly, that is where the growth happens. That's where we That's get exactly better. exactly it. That's exactly it. And that idea, right, embracing that idea is the next big shift mm -hmm. is saying, okay, everything is going to have challenges. Life is a series of challenges. The difference is in how you choose to experience them. Are they going to beat you up and leave you on the side of the road because you're stuck in a victim frame? Or are you stuck in a hero frame where it's great, more challenges means I'm going to learn more stuff and I'm going to get stronger and faster and better. Sure, I'm going to skin my knee, but that's how I'm going to learn not to fall down the next time. Right. Right. Therefore, I gain the skills. I gain the awareness to move, to actually get to the next level and do it there rather than just falling back to the starting line of the same level over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Failure shouldn't be a limitation. It should be about possibilities. Yes. 100%. Yeah. So anything after that, any other steps? I know you yeah, got to have more three, in your bag. There's three more, baby. Let's hear them. So the, the one in the middle here is what we call the secret weapon. And that's identity alchemy. And identity alchemy is where we, we go through this process. So we talked about these stories and these beliefs, right? Yeah. This is really what kind of led us into this conversation in the first place. This is the part where we want to become crystal clear on who it is that we actually want to become. Not just what do I want to achieve? Who do I want to become? Who achieves those things, right? So instead of it being about goal setting around these A, B, and C, now I'm not saying we don't set goals, but we start with who do we wanna become? And we figure out, we, we fully crystallize who that person is. Who is that hero identity, right? Who's the most badass version of yourself that when you think like, man, if I were just crushing it in life, how would I be doing that at work? How would I be doing that as a husband? How would I be doing that as a dad? And all the other areas of your life. And we come up with this crystal clear, vivid depiction of who it is that you want to become. Once we know who it is that we want to be, then we can take a look at our lives and ourselves and say, well, where are we? And are we not, under, underscore, underline, congruent with that identity, that person? And then we start to, we seek out the stories and the beliefs. And we go back and we figure out where is the root of that belief for you. And then we figure out how to, I don't want to live, give the whole thing away, but we, we identify the root story and we redefine the meaning that you had assigned to it as a child or as a young man when you didn't know better and doing so now as the grown man that you are who does know better so that you can let go of whatever that was. And in most cases, this is where we really find what you used to deem as your biggest weakness, your biggest insecurities, your biggest fears, and you're able to flip them into becoming your biggest sources of confidence. These are your story. Just like back to the, the Oprah Winfrey example, her, her upbringing, her childhood was a literally textbook nightmare, right? From one foster home to the next, homeless, rape, all, I mean, just the whole spectrum of terrible scenario after terrible scenario. Yet, instead of her saying, woe is me, I guess this is just, I'm just doomed to fail. I guess this is it. Look at my whole, 
life up until now. She said, look at my whole life until now. Look at this crap. This is exactly why I'm going to be this amazing superhero person, right? That is the flip. That's the paradigm switch from victim to hero. And that is what we do during this stage is we help you identify those, flip them into and support the identity of who you actually want to be rather than who you were stuck as, right? Kind of like your your stock default setup from your upbringing and say, great, now let's eliminate everything that doesn't support you and reframe it so that it does so that you can now move forward and actually go full speed after what you want. Yeah, Mike Tyson talks about how the kids with the roughest childhoods make the best boxers. The adversity builds this and it's because what it does is it breaks it, it gives you the chance. It makes it so potent. It makes it so, so visceral that many people just, again, by accident are like, screw this. Like I'm, I'm doing something with this. And this is why you have people who grow up in inner cities or with these crazy upbringings often become some of the most powerful or successful people in whatever field it is, boxing, business, doesn't matter. Right. Sidebar. Are you, concern that we are not going to get these maybe uh, groundbreakers of society or people to take us to the next level because we have, I wouldn't say we've become soft, but like we're not making our kids work as hard as past generations. Yes and no. Um, I think there's definitely going to be a lot fewer for a while. However, there's always going to be those that do, right? And part of what we do is we help people do that regardless of where you came from because we all have a version of that and we all have the ability to find that version of our story and to use it to our advantage, right? So that's literally what we do with people is the people who maybe didn't grow up in that environment but have this burning desire to be this person. And, you know, whether that's just being a, a great dad, great husband, and living a great life, or you want to accomplish some, you know, huge feat in business or whatever. It, we help them do that. But there's always going to be people who do that. And what obviously this usually ends up leading to in because all of this is, is cyclical, right? It all goes in cycles. And so therefore, are we're going to end up going getting too soft, and then it's going to swing the pendulum will swing back. This is right. how it's done in history over and over again, people get too soft. So they need to harden up and then they get way too hard and it gets way too rough. And then they oh, we got to soften it back up and it just swings back and forth. And right now we are experiencing the, 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 hopefully the, the end range of right. the pendulum on the soft side, but yeah. it's why so many of us struggle. I agree completely. So two more steps. Why there's so many unhappy people. Yeah. Um, yeah. So step number four, this is where we look at your lifestyle your habits, your routines. Because once you now understand who it is that you want to be and what it is that you need to do in order to become that person, right? Because we've identified the areas of your life where you're not congruent as that, as that person would be living their life. Then we take a look at the habits, the routines, and the lifestyle and integrate into your life those, those habits and behaviors that are going to help support that identity right? So example, back to fitness or or nutrition. If someone wants to lose weight, and if they're stuck in the paradigm of I'm the fat guy trying to lose weight, 
you're you're setting yourself up for failure because you're always waiting. For, you're always on a diet. You're always like, oh, I've got to like do this gym program. And it's always these finite cycles right. because you're just, you're basically just trying to sprint your way through a breakthrough and hope it works out. Well, there's a reason why that rarely works. It's because you're, you're not really becoming the person, right? You're just training really hard for six or eight weeks and you're still the fat guy. So therefore the second the challenge is over or the nutrition challenge or the, the workout program cycle, whatever, you go back to being the person, right? Back to eating like crap. Oh, thank God this diet's over. I can have my ice cream again. I can do the things. We saw that all Other the time than, on nutrition challenges. People would go three weeks, all the time. 100% effort. The first day the challenge is over, they're out one and a half pizzas, seven beers, all the dessert, you know, they put all the weight on that they lost in those 12 weeks. It's nuts. Yeah. And in, in 45 minutes. Right. Um, no, see, here's the thing. And it's not about not, not enjoying, not indulging. I'm no, by no means all. am I saying that, but the thing is, is that you, if you are coming from that headspace of I'm still the fat guy, who's just on a diet, you're, and you're going to stay the fat guy. You're just now on a diet or you're not versus saying, I want to be a healthy person who looks and feels awesome. I feel amazing in my body. I'm proud of how I look. How does that person think? How does that person behave? What does that person do every day? What does that person do on a weekly basis? And then integrate those habits and routines to support those parts of your identity that need the support so that you can create the structure, the discipline, and the consistency to make it you. Yeah. People usually just are too impatient. They think I've just got to power this out for six weeks or six months or whatever it is to just get the result. But if you ask anyone trying to say lose weight, if you said, Hey, do you want to lose all the weight and then have it come flying back on in six months? They're going to say, no, no, yeah. I want to lose. The, I don't want to be the fat guy anymore. Great. Then we need to not be the fat guy anymore. Let's become the healthy, awesome version of you that you're trying to become. It's not just about doing the workouts, buddy. It's about how, how are you living your life? in general. Yeah. I used to see this all the time in CrossFit. And I feel like this fad is not the fad of CrossFit, but this fad is over with, I think we're past it in terms of, you know, I'm a 35 year old guy coming from the office. I happen to watch the CrossFit games. I want to be everything that Rich Froning or Matt Frazier is in an hour and a half or less. And I want to do it within the next year. (laughs) <laughs> which leads totally. to injury and all kinds of crazy stuff that happens. And the next thing you know, you're washed out of CrossFit or a nutrition. I want to look like, you know, Bradley looks or whoever in, <laughs> I just threw myself out. I there. love that. that was beautiful. In the next six months, I'm going to go zero to a hundred, but I'm going to skip all the steps, all the tiny steps, the foundational steps that, you know, he did over the course of years. Right. Did you, was there one big trick? No, no. It was a series of, of tiny daily habits that added up that gave you the outcome. Right. Right. It's about becoming the person. And that is what step four is about. It's about how do I become this person? And so therefore adjusting your lifestyle and routines. And that doesn't mean you're going to just throw your entire life in the toilet and you have to be this different person. No, you do this incrementally little by little. And again, you start with the structure. You create the space for you to even be able to do it, right? Oh, I want to start going to the gym five days a week. Great. Take a look at your calendar. How much time does it take you to drive there, do the workout and drive home? Great. 90 minutes total. Put it on your calendar, block it out. Nothing else happens there. Oh, now I have the structure in place. All right. Discipline. What do I need to say no to 
so that I can keep saying yes to this thing, right? And basically saying yes to myself, the thing I chose yep. to do. And you develop the discipline. And then you have the consistency, which is just how do I continue doing this over time, being realistic with myself so that I can long game this rather than just try to stuff it all into six or 12 months or whatever the, the time period is. Like with fitness, it is, I want to be fit for the rest of my life. So if things start getting crazy at work or at school, you know, kids with going back to school or fill in the blank, doesn't mean because I was going five days a week in the summer and now it's crazy chaos in September, October that I'm a failure because I went down to two days a week. No. So I'm going to adjust my expectation, I'm going to, but I'm going to stay consistent. I'm going to go two, three days a week. I'm going to take the pressure off of myself so that I stay in the game because come November, ah, got a little bit more time back, get back on it. And I'm playing the long game. It's about just staying consistent, right? And there's some psychology and whatnot involved in the process of not beating yourself up too much, but that's yeah. the gist. I love it. I love it. So final step, Marcus, what we got? Final step, get some help. Get some freaking help. Here's what it comes down to. Most people that I've come across in my experience, when you have this discussion about personal development or wanting to change your life, right? You're, ah, I'm so frustrated. This sucks. I'm so burned out. I'm, you know, struggling with X, Y, and Z. They, they talk about how, how painful it is and how much this sucks. And I'm so sick and tired of feeling like this or looking like this, whatever it is. Right. And you say, great. Are, have you gotten help for this yet? Like, what are you doing about it? Right. Oh, well, you know, I downloaded this $30 ebook or, you know, I was reading, I was, you know, I've read a couple of books and not that you can't get good information, but for God's sakes, this is your freaking life we're talking about. This is literally you. You are the root of your career, of your marriage, of your, you know, your kid's life as their father. And you're gonna and you're gonna complain about a $40 ebook not solving your problem. These are monumental areas of your life and monumental rewards when you get them right. Why the hell are you not investing in you? Yeah. So the the fifth shift the, the the fifth important part to this component is dude be willing to sack up and invest in yourself find a mentor or find someone who you resonate with that inspires you where you're like yes totally i'm i'm totally energized by this man or woman's ideas and approach and whatever and pay what it takes to work with them you know this right? Because you were a business coach, you know, exactly. And, and I mean, fitness coach, nutrition coach, you know, exactly what I'm talking about. You learn over time. If I want to learn this new thing, and if it's really important for me, I'm going to find the best person that I can find. I'm going to pay them what I need to pay them because what it saves me in time, in heartache, in stress, etc., and missed opportunities from not doing the thing and getting there quicker is worth every cent. I got it. Right? I got it. Funny story for you. So well, it's not funny, but relatable. I pay a thousand dollars a month right now for a, a business slash nutrition mentor. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, to me, money well spent, right? I'm it makes my business better, it makes my personal nutrition better. I'm being held accountable every single month. I love it. I love the money I spend in it. It I get it back tenfold. Okay. I right. had a gym owner reach out to me on Instagram uh, last week. And they said, Hey, I've been following you on Instagram. I love all the stuff you're doing. It seems really successful. Do you mind hopping on a zoom call with me and my, and my head coach and showing me how you have everything you have? 
And I responded back with, um, I'd love to, what do you have in mind? Uh, by the way, it's $250 an hour for a Zoom call. Crickets, no response at all. And I'm like, well, that's why you're out reaching to de- slide into people's DMs seeking help without paying for it, so. 100%. And, and this, is, this is the big block for many is that they're not connecting the dots with the entire rest of their life, right? Personal development seems like this afterthought, like, oh, you know, I've got to, that's too expensive right now. I've I've got to pay for that, you know, new patio set my wife wants or, you know, fill in the blank with whatever other crap that really doesn't help you. And in many cases only makes your problem worse in, in many situations, instead of investing in yourself and doing this, And it's really actually, it kind of puts it back to the very front of this process, right? Because usually you have to find the help and then you go through whatever journey you want to go through. But being willing to invest in yourself is one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself, not just because you're the best investment, which you are, right? This is your own operating system, your mental operating system. You're the way you're going to experience your life for the rest of your life through getting a great mentor or a great program or whatever will change you forever. It's just like, you're, you know this already. Um, but it's about investing in all of the things. This is investing in your relationship, right? If you're better, then 50% of the relationship just got better, right? You want to invest in your kids. You know what's better than your 401k is being an awesome dad. Yeah. Get that part down first. You know, quit being cheap about your, you know, this stuff for you because it's not just you. It's your kid's future. Your kids are going to grow up with daddy issues because you're too busy working and focusing on things that didn't matter instead of focusing on you being a great role model and modeling what it's like to be a a stable, content, and happy man and guide them and teach them and become, you know, make sure that they grow up with a great foundation. It's so crazy how people don't spend money on personal development. And I mean, and I think it it goes, it, it reminds me of all the CrossFitters that have eight to 10 different pairs of CrossFit shoes that got all the gear, knee sleeves, wrist wraps, every single thing that's like out there, they got, right? But they're like, oh, can you spend 10 minutes with me after class working on a muscle up? And you're like, hey, we offer personal training sessions. They will not spend money on a personal training session, but they got all the gear. Right, it's, it's because they're still stuck in an immature valuation of their life. Right. And when you realize, which we all will at some point, unfortunately for many, it isn't until they're older, right? How many old people have you talked to who are like, man, I wish I would have figured this out sooner? Everybody, everyone, everyone, everyone will tell you the same thing because it, ha- it you get the realization at some point, but you can choose to have that realization earlier and realize, hey, there's a lot of wisdom coming from the top here that this is worth it for me. And everyone who does it, no one ever looks back and goes, man, I wish I wouldn't have invested in myself and my happiness and my ability to live a better life ever, right? Yeah. It's because I- it's, it's priceless. I pay thousands a month. We, Angelo, Ryan, we all have coaches and mentors. We pay a through the nose for it. And you know what? It is money spent that is, it is priceless. It doesn't even matter the price tag because of what it me, does for us yeah. and our ability to create and build a better business and be better business partners and be better husbands and dads, priceless. Makes me think of when Emily quit her job um, for the Fortune 250 company she worked for to come work with me at the gym and basically cut our household income in half. But like, it was the best decision she's ever made. 
I mean, her happiness quotient is through the roof. Um, And guess what? Over time, we make more money than if she would have stuck in that position. So future you will thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So, dude, Marcus, I appreciate it. This has been awesome. Um, Can you tell everyone where they can find, you know, Alpha Hippie, uh, what you offer, the different courses, if there is, you know, yeah, very simple. Check out www.imalphahippie.com and you can check us out and we have all of our podcasts on there. And uh, if you're interested, we have a webinar that's running on there now that we do regularly uh, where we'll walk you through a lot of this stuff in detail. Um, and uh, if you want to get more involved with us, we have a Facebook group. It's totally free. It's for men only though. Sorry, ladies. Um, and this is a group, it's open, it's called The Way of the Courageous Man. Just find us or we can link to it maybe in the show notes, Bradley. And um, just join the group. This is where we do multiple live weekly trainings. We have awesome discussions. And this is where men who are trying to level themselves up are in an environment where they're surrounded by other guys who are trying to do the same thing. And you can raise that average. I so. Aside from that, find our podcast, Alpha Hippie Podcast, where, you know, two, three episodes a week where Angelo and Ryan and myself, uh, mostly Angelo, are spitting fire on there all the time with, um, you know, different lessons or stories and things that we can try to do to teach you uh, the tools and and skills that you need to help yourself level up. Appreciate it, man. All right, y'all. Thank you, Marcus, for being on here. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Thanks for having me, Bradley.